Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to episode 93 of the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from our massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, Brian, you are on the road again. Where are you at tonight? I'm uh, in a parking lot in uh, somewhere in Atlanta. <laughs> so if you hear any background noises, it's like it could be a shooting, it could be it could be oh. a frog, it could be anything. I'm uh, I'm in Atlanta. You never know what might happen here. <laughs> and that that laugh you heard was a um, severely over-caffeinated Cody Bunch. How you doing tonight, Cody? I'm I'm doing uh, roughly mediocre, but the caffeine is fixing that problem for me. So, <laughs> and we're we just so everyone out there, we're recording this our usual time. We tend to record a little little late at night, and um, yeah, I've had a, a you know a bunch of caffeine here tonight too, and so it's it's going to be an interesting podcast this evening. But hi, what is that, man? Can't sleep. <laughs> exactly. Can't sleep. The clowns will eat me. Okay. So so Cody, the reason we asked you to come on tonight is there's this kind of really interesting thing going on in the industry that. Um, there's a lot of, of kind of the VMware people that kind of grew up in virtualization and they're starting to embrace cloud and, and more specifically starting to really embrace OpenStack, um, as a project, as a product. And so tell us a little bit about where you've been and where you're going, because we've had a lot of people on here who are like, Oh, I'm the founders of OpenStack, but, but you know, you're not right. So you're one of those people. (laughs) You're, so tell us a little bit about what, what you had going on, man. Well, so I I started – this entire journey starts about six years ago at uh, – like I got hired at Rackspace as a Windows sysadmin. Like there was a some family drama. I had to move out to Texas, move out in like really, really quickly. Um, so went from zero to hired at Rackspace in a handful of days, started out as a Windows sysadmin. Uh, for me personally, that got boring very quick. Um, like I was doing VoIP it, at a uh, at a South Florida telco provider that uh, was like, "Hey, we're revolutionary. We uh, we'll protect you from hurric- we'll hurricane proof your business and your phone system and so forth." Right. And before that, I was a I was at a prep school that did the first laptop program in the nation and so on. So I was I was used to being in the midst of really, really cool things going on in the technology world. Um, so the Windows sysadmin thing, for me personally, just wasn't working out. Um, and Rackspace at the time was starting to explore, like, hey, what is this virtualization? Can we can we launch this as a project uh, product and so forth? And I, I went ahead and jumped right in. Uh, fast forward a bunch of years, a number of VMworlds later, a couple of podcasts and a blog thing. And, uh, you know, it... it it came time to where, you know, like what, what's interesting, what's next, what can I, what can I go learn? Um, and so for me, technology for me is just a, a way to continuously be, be learning and be interacting and be doing cool things. And the, the cloud and OpenStack lets me do that. So like how did I transition from, from VMware to OpenStack uh, in the day job? It was uh, as, as simple as changing teams, really. Um, I was working, I was an architect for uh, the Rackspace VMware product and then got involved with a product group that kind of threw, threw a number of uh, little internal, uh, what's that little game they play where they put the marble under the, 
the the shells the shell game right <laughs> so through right. through a number of uh, shell shuffles or so i ended up working on a uh, on the rackspace private cloud product and uh right now i'm not even sure off the top of my head what the name of my particular group is this week <laughs> um and Hey, if you work in a big org, you will know exactly how that works, right? Like, what team are you on? Uh, I work with these people. Yep. Um, that's not any discount to the Rackspace private cloud stuff. We're really doing some some cool stuff. And so that's what I jumped in and started doing. Um, and just the the blogs and the podcasts and everything else are an extension of like, hey, I'm learning this thing, and I don't ever want to have to uh, learn it twice, Right. So, like, the VMware blog started out as, hey, as I'm solving these tickets, I'm starting to see some repetitive issues. Let me let me start blogging about them. Um, and that way, it was just a quick reference sheet, right? Like, before before WordPress became so easy or self-publishing became so easy, I kept, a like, a giant file in Notepad, right? So, you, you bring up an interesting point. And so, for those that, that don't know out there, so... Cody has um, this huge podcast. Well, I mean, you've written books, you've done blogs, but you, the, the podcast out there is the V Brown Bag, and it's with, it's you and and Damien and um, there. There's a lot of us now. Yeah, I was going to say I'm like struggling because there's so many of them, right? I, um, I would I would feel bad if we left anyone out. So, so we're was, just going to name them. Just go look it up. No, yeah. but but the the thing that was was amazing was it is probably. Would you say it is probably one of the largest virtualization podcasts that is out there today? Honestly, I don't know how to rate it. Um, I am proud of what it is and what it's become and the name recognition that it gets uh, uh, both at VMworld and other like VMugs and so forth. Uh, last year, the podcast and the orchestrator book, like I got to be a world traveler and I, I hopped across the U.S. to a whole bunch of different VMugs for folks that were requesting me, they either knew me through the book or through the podcast or, or through the Twitters and thought I might have had something interesting to say, right? And then and, so and then what you did is you kind of took the, the V Brown bag, which was a, typically a very VMware virtualization-centric podcast, and it's really kind of, it still has that V Brown bag VMware aspect to it, but you've added in OpenStack over time as in a kind of an additional topic? Is it is it different feeds? Is it same feed? And how did everyone react to that? So I, I'm still trying to judge the reaction. Like the OpenStack stuff is getting a great amount of traction. We're currently doing uh, like a couched OpenStack program, which is... Uh, so we, we dove in about four or five months ago Four or five months? Is that about right? February. We dove in around February, because I'm not going to try to count months this late at night, um, into the OpenStack things. And we did a couple of intros, and then it seemed like we ended up too deep in the pond too quickly. So a lot of the folks that were making the transition or joining us fresh, they're like, hey, I've heard about this OpenStack thing, but like you're talking about... Uh, dispersion reports in Swift, and I'm not entirely sure what it... You know, so we, we went ahead and started working our way back out from that. And so the couch to OpenStack is a uh, is an effort in it. So right, here's here's the tie-in for the currently working book. Is it's it works alongside the OpenStack cloud computing cookbook that I'm working on with uh, Kevin Jackson. And we're updating that to the Grizzly edition. The Couch to OpenStack podcast also or yeah, 
V Brown Bags also tracks right alongside that. So you start out with nothing. Um, where we deviate from the cookbook is because I have an hour-long uh, weekly slot to fill. It's not just here's this thing how and how you build it. Like you gather all these six ingredients and mix them together, and like out comes a keystone. But we also get to spend time explaining how auth and keystone works and what steps there are. Like as you spin up, as you ask for an instance, uh, where is it checking keystone? How like you auth, you get a token. Nova checks your token, Glance checks your token, so on and so forth, as that instance comes up. So we get to go into a lot more detail there. And this will, in theory, right, is my first time trying to, like, ghetto teach a class. So, in theory, it'll help uh, everyone that's, like, admin architect get a good feel for what OpenStack is, how to build one, or how to operate one, or how to design one. So we're, I'm aiming for a number of audiences there. And that actually ties in really well to, to my next question of, there's a lot of VMware people out there. There's a lot of, uh, especially, you know, the V Brown Bag listeners, historically. Tell us a little bit about how VMware and OpenStack, both technically and, quite frankly, religiously, right, how how do they differ, and how have you handled that transitions and that transition? And like for the you know your listeners, our listeners, if they're looking to learn and start, where do you recommend they start? So start with uh, shoot. Um, <laughs> so honestly, that there is still is not a great answer to that question. Um, there are a few good answers, right? The OpenStack cookbook makes one effort in that area. Um, OpenStack.org and the wiki and the documentation is very good. If it's not, um, feel free to go ahead and update. Like pull, the, 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 one of the catchphrases I've learned is I interface more with this community is like pull requests are accepted, right? So if there's something wrong and you have a fix for it, go ahead and fix and, and then go ahead and like make a pull request against the GitHub. Um, the OpenStack documentation folks actually did a V Brown bag where they demonstrated live how to contribute to the OpenStack documentation. So it's like Git checkout, make a few changes, and or is it Git clone, make a branch, make a few changes, push your branch, make a pull request, right? So the, so the thing that's always been interesting to me about about V Brown bag, and and you know, for anybody who isn't already a listener or is you know kind of picking up on Cody for the first time, like. We on our show we tend to have a lot of folks who sometimes are, are sort of big thinkers or you know starting companies and stuff. You guys are, are very much in hands-on stuff. How does it work? Uh, operational yep. sharing scripts, sharing code, um, which is which is very cool. And it, like one of the things I've noticed um, just from going to a bunch of different OpenStack events and DevOps events because Aaron and I will go to the ones in RTP or we'll go to various OpenStack ones. It, it feels like I don't know, a year ago, even six, eight months ago, it was a lot of, you'd go to these things, and every single one of them was, this is OpenStack, and it started at NASA, and Rackspace is involved, and here's the project. And now it very much feels like people are getting through that question that Aaron just asked, which was, how do I get started? What are a set of good tools do you use? Who's, where, who can I go to get config? Like, it's, it, you feel like it's gotten over that hump to where, you know, a discussion at the technical level you tend to talk about make more sense now, or... I mean, are you seeing that trend happening? 
Um, a lot of that actually feels like it's tracking as the projects themselves get more and more stable. Um, so during the early versions of OpenStack, there were like massive API changes between versions, massive functionality changes between. Uh, so like between was it Bear and Cactus and Cactus and Diablo and so on. Um, as the projects are starting to stabilize and mature and so on, and more and more. Uh, large folks are getting this deployed out in production. Those conversations are starting to change. As far as like, where do I where do I jump off as a VMware admin and into the the OpenStack world? That question is also becoming easier to answer, right? So, like I said, the the cookbooks, the V brown bags, and so forth, uh, they all and the the OpenStack docs and so forth are all really good jumping off resources. In fact, in the last six to eight months, the number of folks uh, blogging about OpenStack and and such has changed as well. So a lot of the conversation is moving out of uh, out of the developer world. Not that the conversation in the developer world is shrinking, but a lot of uh, as more and more folks are paying attention, a lot of it's moving out of IRC and into you know like this is how I did this, this is how I solved that problem, and so forth. So. And d- does that make it feel like the early days of, of virtualization blogs and and when, you know, way back when, when all of us kind of got picked up by VMware and syndicated on VMware? Because I noticed the OpenStack uh, site actually has a call now where you can submit your feed and they ha- kind of have a master feed of all the blogs. And so they're starting to replicate some of those things that historically have worked well for other companies in the past. I think you answered the question yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that works. So, hey, Cody, let me ask you this. So, growing up VMware, if I use that term, what was kind of one of the biggest aha moments when it comes to using OpenStack of, like, something that was really challenging to wrap your head around or something that was just, like, really, really cool? Um, so what's really, really cool is the fact that we can podcast here in my home office and not have a tremendous amount of server background noise. <laughs> okay. Like that is what my transition to OpenStack has done. I have, uh, one open compute box and two baby dragons and an IX4 and everything else. And like my entire former VMware lab sits powered off and useless right now. It's not useless, right? I could spin up an OpenStack lab locally, but I now have a number of vagrant scripts that work with the Rackspace provider or uh, the more generic OpenStack provider that I can point at any any private cloud I've stood up at work and start working from there, right? So it's, it's changed how I interface with things. Uh, in the VMware world, uh, at least as I grew up in it, uh, in this predates Rackspace, it's like we would stand up a VMware environment. We would go ahead and throw our Exchange server, our Active Directory, and a lot of our, uh, our lot of our behemoths, right? Our, our the the software and enterprise apps and whatever that are like I don't want to say boat anchors because they're absolutely necessary, but they're also very slow moving, right? It's like steering the Titanic away from an iceberg, although it's probably also not appropriate. Um, but the the ability to bring up a short-lived instance, run a quick uh, set of processing things, and then tear it down, and like it's the the entirety of this is ephemeral. And grasping that as a concept is what's really made this transition easier for me. All right? 
Um, and actually, what what helped it, believe it or not, was the uh, was another product from from Nick Marshall and uh, Alistar out of the Asia Pacific brown bags, which was uh, Autolab. And Autolab, if if you're a VMware listener and and are getting ready for your VCP or need to spin up a VMware lab environment and such, is basically a a set of uh, shell VMs and build time scripts that let you build out an entire vSphere and vCloud director and so on environment in about eight gigs of RAM on your laptop. And it takes about an hour or two for or three, depending on how slow your box is and your storage and so forth. But you you hit go, you walk away, you go out, take a long lunch, and poof, you have a VMware lab. You run a couple of tests, you you know, and so forth. Uh, you want to get your feet wet in vCloud Director. You want to go ahead and run a couple of scenarios for your uh, vCap DCA. You tear the lab back down. You spin it back up again. Everything is fresh. You don't have to worry about any troubleshooting or whatever from from any uh, legacy issues you may have introduced into the environment. And so the that got me starting to think about things in an ephemeral fashion. And then uh, cloud started to solidify that. Right. So I'm going to switch gears for a second and okay. talk about okay. So you've written you've written a good number of books. You know you've written some VMware books and you've written some OpenStack books. That that VMware those, that VMware book was probably more of the closed mentality and kind of almost represents the the community and the proprietary nature of the products versus the OpenStack um, really being more almost community based, right and so what has that process been like? So the the orchestrator book for the VMware stuff was uh, was me as I guess you're getting at the different approaches to the book writing exactly. That, okay, so the orchestrator book was me as a single author with VMware Press, which by the way is a great publisher. Um, they're a branch of Pearson, and like I'm saying this, there's no additional compensation or whatever going on. Right, they were excellent to work with. Um, the OpenStack Cloud Computing Cookbook is is not so much a a community effort, right? Kevin and I will tweet out and, and ask for help occasionally, but it's not as interactive as the the OpenStack security guide was, where it was myself and uh I don't want to quote the number wrong, twelve, fourteen, sixteen other folks. And we were basically I don't I don't want to say locked in the conference room, but we were we were in Annapolis, we were in a conference room all week and it was a collaborative book writing process. Um, you know, had a whole bunch of eyes on on ideas and what we wanted in the book and how we wanted the book, and then uh, started to form that into an outline, and then from there broke into individual groups to start conquering parts of the outline. And then the 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 hundred hands approach to editing after the fact was like it's a, it's a different thing to behold. Um, so. Like in writing the orchestrator book and the cookbook, it's it's a lot of late nights. It's it's like having a second job. This the orchestrator book in particular. Um, like I'd get home from work, eat dinner, work on orchestrator book, right? It, lather, rinse, repeat until it was done. Whereas uh, the the security guide was like if I had a question, I didn't have to go through a million different scenarios and and different labs and whatever because there was somebody else in the room that knew the answer. Right, or if they didn't know the answer, you know, like it, it, three hops to Kevin Bacon kind of thing. So, and it's basically like a room full of tech editors sitting right there. Yeah, a room full of tech editors, and then there's some folks that are stronger uh, copy editors versus uh, 
uh, tech edits and so on. So, like, all in all, it, it I would do it again, um, but I would also go the other route again as well. It's, it's two different approaches that both feel all right. Uh, it's it's kind of hard in, unless you've been part of a book sprint. It's kind of hard to describe the the energy, the feel, and the you know, like. Hey, we spent the first day and a half, two days outlining the book, so like we only had three days left to get writing and editing and publishing done. So watching it all come together that quick with that quality of material and so on was was impressive. So a lot of times, you know, when it's like Open Space Summit or some of the, the big events, the, the focus, so, you know, the big transition people are kind of going through is, you know, VMware environments tend to be focused on, like you said, sort of your, your big, heavy enterprise apps and so forth or more traditional staple apps. A lot of the talk that you hear from folks is, you know, OpenStack is more of a, a new app, modern app type of thing. When you're, when you're sitting around those, those tables and you're talking to folks that are kind of living and breathing it, is most of the discussion about new apps, or do you still are, are folks still trying to figure out how you would, you know, migrate existing stuff? Or I mean, what's what's the what's the tone of the discussions? Is it is it app centric? Is it still infrastructure centric? Is it modernized? Is it you know convert? What, what what do you hear in kind of the broader sense when you talk to technologists, folks that uh, you know that sort of have your level of depth? It's all over the place, to be honest. Um, and it really depends on what the other side of that conversation is and where they're at. Um, a lot of folks at providers will be looking at uh, not necessarily stateful apps or next-gen apps, but uh, just a way to, to build a cloud without the, the burden of vCloud Director, or they want to provide uh, the open set of APIs that OpenStack provides, uh, where you'll have uh, SMBs looking at it because, you know, like, hey, Windows Small Business Server was a great idea too, right? Um, and so there's, depending on what that person's concerns are, you'll you'll hear different aspects of that conversation. So, okay, so it isn't I, it isn't sort of it isn't sort of one side of the fence to the other. It is you know people are just looking at it across all sorts of business challenges or business applications. Yep. Now, now I'll ask this though. So, from a from a technical standpoint, you kind of hear um, over and over again through various sources in the OpenStack community that you know it's kind of like, well, but OpenStack doesn't necessarily address some of those maybe traditional or older or legacy workloads or whatever terms you want to use. Do you, you being much you know much more technical. Is, do you agree with that? Disagree with that? What do you see in like day-to-day operations of OpenStack, or like in the cookbook, or in the vBrown bags, or anything like that? Oh, so a lot of the cookbook and vBrown bags are focused on, in particular, my effort to learn this set of technologies. Right. Um, as far as you know, OpenStack won't do this, or OpenStack doesn't do that. Um, like any good technology or, or architecture or so on, it's as good as how you design it, right? And with OpenStack, right, if it doesn't do it today, wait six months kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, if if you submit a blueprint for uh, like HA Horizon or so and, and, ha- and have effort 
and work behind it and present this at the summit and so on, and it makes sense to the community as a whole and the direction they want to take, then, you know, wait six months. Um, there are a lot of features today that weren't there prior. Uh, one of the one of the bigger ones for me is, like, instances are entirely ephemeral, right? You don't want to store your accounting data on there because you lose the instance, and it's, it's yeah, oops, right? So somebody accidentally the business, right? But you you attach a cinder volume, and that cinder volume is uh, presented from an object, or sorry, from a from a block store, say a say a NetApp or Linux iSCSI or uh, EMC or whatever, what have you, based on your plugin. That storage is designed more appropriately to be more resilient. So, like the resiliency features are are getting there. The business critical nature of apps, and even the or sorry, the business critical nature of uh, not ephemeral apps. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, the the word is not coming to me. So so basically, what you're saying is in that in that particular instance, like typically, what you see is the uh, high availability or resiliency is built into the application. But if you say put a cinder volume underneath it, um, and that cinder volume typically is 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 hosted off of say a SAN, well. You now have that ability to to maybe host some of those apps that aren't necessarily built um, in the you know the quote unquote new way, right? You're looking at something that could run a traditional application at that point. Potentially, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that conversation is is perpetually evolving as the the OpenStack projects themselves evolve. The one little thing I'll throw in there, and this is just a, a plug, because I know you're you're doing a uh, you're doing a thing at VMworld uh, for V Brown Bag. I don't know if you're allowed to legally talk about it or talk about it, but I know you you do a big thing, whether it's a tweet up or whatever. One of the things I'd throw in the bag, if you can get a sponsor to to make up the cards or something for you, like I get a ton of people when I talk to them about it that when you start talking about Vagrant and Glance and Swift and uh, Puppet and Chef, and they kind of scratch their head and it's like what do those terms mean and if somebody would make like a really simple you know vagrant does this thing right this is its function or puppet does this thing or swift is different than cinder like like almost the idiot's guide for just the terminology and the project names or you know. related to something that everybody knows like that would be a great handout to stick in whatever brown bag giveaways you have to people i think you get a ton of folks who go oh that's my quick guide i always go look at that and so when cody talks about Spinning up a vagrant uh, script and pull stuff from from Git. That's what he's talking about. So I had one of those about sixty five percent done uh, before the last OpenStack summit. Um, just life got in the way of finishing that, right? So like book deadlines and other things all got in the way of knocking that out. But I do have uh, somewhere somewhere in the cloud or on this hard drive or what in the cloud. Drink. That's a that's, that's an ongoing uh, V Brown bag game, by the way. Like if somebody says in the cloud or to the cloud, like take a shot. Um, I don't know if they do it here because your your listeners aren't as live, but like we are recorded, right? Yes. Okay. So everyone drink at home. <laughs> Sorry, including including the NSA. It's Ron Skype. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, you can put this. You can put this thirty seconds on repeat here, and uh, and drink all you want, right? No, honey, it's okay. They keep saying cloud. 
Nice. All right. Well, you know what? I think we're about at that mark. Um, so, Cody, wh- where can everyone find out more about you, what you got going on, your books, your podcast, everything else? Uh, so the podcasts are on iTunes or RSS feeds, uh, bit.ly, brownbag podcast, um, professionalvmware.com forward slash brownbags for uh, show notes and links and so on and so forth. For the OpenStack end of those, uh, openstack.prov12n.com. And then, of course, follow me on Twitter, uh, Cody underscore Bunch. Very cool. Thank you very much. So, if you like the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at TheCloudCastNet or on the web at TheCloudCast.net where you can find links to everything Cloudcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.